2: Sans Radio. Legally change your name to Sans Radio and win $20. Are
3: you the Hulk? Do you need more shirts because you keep tearing them apart? Well, head to redbubble.com and search for Sans Radio and you can get some sick clothes with someone's face on it.
0: Hey, fellas, you sick of being beaten up by people like me because you read dumb books? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I've got great news for you. If you head to audibletrials.com forward slash Radio, you can get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial, and I'll never even know you're reading. Is Wheel of Time on there? That's not a real book, Zammit! No, 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 no! no.
2: Fuck you. Welcome to Plumbing the Death Star presents movie maintenance where some films just need fixing. Today, we're looking at Jupiter Ascending. Nope, Jupiter's Ascending. Wait, what was that film called?
3: Jupiter Ascending.
2: That's a stupid film.
3: It's a bad film.
1: It's an amazing film. (laughs) Quite honestly, I went into that film expecting a so bad it's good extravaganza. And it's just kind of boring. Like, I watched it with my housemate last night. You know, I sat down. It was like a, you know, wasn't having a big night. And I had a beer in my hand. And then I kind of realised I need significantly more than one beer for this film. And you kind of get to the end of it and you're like, well, there's so much happening how can so much happening be so boring? And yeah. why is there not more Eddie Redmayne in this film? <laughs> Very, there, True. There, are, there are two ways you could fix this film. One is don't fucking make it. <laughs> two is just make the whole thing Eddie Redmayne. I mean, holy fuck, what an amazing performance. That, um, what was it? Just, I create life and I take it away. Like, this weird alternating between, like, whispering, hissing, uh, what was it meant to be kind of sinister and then veering into like these wild histrionics at the drop of a hat it was really what's the
3: theory that you always say that it's um that cuz Eddie Raymer had just finished uh, filming oh so I, I
2: always i always figured this was him just after he was filming the Stephen Hawking's film uh what was it ah uh, theory of everything yeah the theory of everything and he was just being like when i first did it uh i can remember me chatting amongst some of the cast members being like so basically i had to just put on this voice and but like i canned it up a bit made it really extreme He saw like Basically I had to talk like this. And then one of the Wachowskis are like, you, that, right there. Do that, but like intensify more. <laughs> and then Eddie being like,
4: sorry what? Seriously? <laughs>
3: Shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: And then we have to do that voice for the remainder of the film.
3: It sounds like the, the puppet Matt Damon from... Um, <laughs> yeah, Matt, he does um, too. doesn't he? Yeah. Um, fucking. What, Team America. Yeah, like, Team he's America. so... Oh, it's just... Oh. Mother! Mother! I think he
1: seemed to be the only person in the film who realised how stupid the film was. Oh, he like, had to you be. got Sean Bean, who just kind of looked like he was hating every second, whereas mm-hmm. Eddie Redmayne mm-hmm. was like, you know what? This is not going to be a successful film. This is not going to be a well-received film. I'm probably under contract to make it for some reason. <laughs> so fuck it. Like, just <laughs> fuck it. I'm just going to like... Okay, I'll do this.
3: Jane do a line Tatum of things, like,
2: just let it happen. I guess I'm here for this
3: now. Channing Tatum just taking his shirt off in every second scene. You're <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm so
1: on <laughs> Channing with Tatum that? was kind of like you know what, my charisma is kind of better used elsewhere. I'm just not going to let it happen in this film. I'm just I, I'm going to let the ears do the talking. I will mm. always
3: state, and and this is one of the things that I've said, like, that upset me so much, is that I love Channing Tatum as a comedy actor.
1: Oh, God, I as watched a, 22 Jump Street the oh other night. Oh, my God, yes. I've seen the first one. I hadn't seen the second one. Holy fuck, he's so funny. He's, he's so funny. He's so good.
3: Comedy actor Channing Tatum, stick with what you're good at. Yeah. Like, just keep making 22 Jump Street... And Magic Mike films, yeah, like just seriously, fine, good. don't try and be an action star. You're not an action star. No. Don't try and be a romance star because you're not, definitely you, not. But he was be... very good in that one
2: with Mark Ruffalo with the wrestling film. I haven't seen uh, that Fox did, was...
3: did he get nominated for an Oscar for that? I'm not no, sure. Um, but that um, was Steve really good. was that good. I that was haven't seen really that. Good. All right. So because that's it. I'm just like Channing Tatum. Stick to funny, man. Like you're yeah, so yeah. good at that. And watching this film, where you could see there were elements of Channing trying to be like. Yeah?
1: Well, there were those like really awkward kind of, you know, like the, the dog bit. Like, yeah. I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. I've got yeah. more in common with the dog than with you. And it's like you can kind of see them. It's uh, Like they're aware how the dumb the dialogue is. Like,
2: rather than just that, like rather than like, damn, I said that, why didn't he just like, you know, she just scratched him behind the ear and yeah. he just shakes his leg a little bit. Like there's these Get moments really where it weird could have been a, a good sci-fi comedy. Yeah. Like almost like a Spaceballs-esque, but, you know, hopefully dated a bit better?
3: Because I was reading about this film that the Wachowskis really wanted this to be their funny piece. But it's oh not, what? It's not. Yeah, they really. Were like, they were like, "This is gonna be like, it's gonna be a oh, drama, God. and it's gonna be an action film, but it's gonna be a lot." Okay, funnier are you than sure
1: the... that that isn't like a Tommy Wiseau in the room, like trying to reclaim it as yeah. a comedy after the fact when he realised that it was I not working think, as a I drama? I don't think
3: you can say funny... that Jupiter Ascending is a funny film. Though. No, no right? but it's, it's not, not. It's not not intentional. I
1: mean, any anything with Eddie Redmayne. Oh, yes. that was funny.
3: But the dialogue, the dialogue that you could see that it was meant to be funny is awkward. And one of the things is I've watched this film a couple times... Because of this show.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I said it once and I didn't want to waste This is why like, I'm going to leave all the editing up to you guys because I finished it last night and I said, you know what? Fuck you, Zamet. Like, fuck you for putting me through this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this two hours of my life. It was part of my wall that I haven't stared at yet. I could do that instead of watching this fucking film. But I watched it and I committed. And I got to the end of it and I was like, you know what? I'm not wasting any more energy or thought on this film. I'm going to go on. Th- I followed up with Wolf of Wall Street and Kingsman because I was like, I need to cleanse my palate after this. Wolf of Wall Street? I had a great time. Oh, like, I hate that look, film. Look, it's a good film, but not a cinema film. It's
2: a good film if you can pause it, have a sandwich, yeah. come back. Yeah, and like a pause it for drinks and stuff. Here and there, yeah. But like, like it's... As one giant sitting in a cinema, I could see why people were mad at that film. You could probably <laughs> cut an hour from it and yeah. it would be totally. like a
1: really good fun Easy. time. But yeah. anyway.
3: Yeah. No, I, I just remember watching Jupiter Ascending the first time and getting angry about this. And then the second time, getting more angry about this. Because you can see that it's what they've set up is a gag. But it falls so flat it's that it just, made me angry. Uh, and the scene where Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis are in the car after their big fight, their big escape, they're still on Earth. They haven't left for the planets yet, and they're driving. And he's and she she notices that he's bleeding from his chest, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, well, good thing a woman drives this car." And she pulls out a pad and mm-hmm. sticks it on him, and he freaks out. I missed that part. And it's just it's just this awkward it's scene where he's like, moment. "Is that a?" Mm -hmm. And then they go to Sean Bean's house and then he sees it and he's like, is that a... See, and it's I like
2: Sean Pad was more wow. like this is Sean some, Pad. pad. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean was like, "This is more like incompetent." I totally missed that part. I... Wouldn't a pad not be a good uh, because uh, it's blood? sticky it's,
3: on the one side? It's sticky
2: and also doesn't it keep like 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 using a tea towel to staunch bleeding? It's not good because it just soaks up the blood.
3: Yeah, it just wouldn't it's, it be a it's, bad thing. I don't know because they stuck it on with the sticky side, which is meant <laughs> yeah. to go on your underwear. Yeah, and that that's plastic on that side. So I don't know how that was absorbing the blood. And how it was stopping the blood because the blood would have just kept <laughs> seeping through and made it not sticky. Because I always felt. How did I miss? Sorry, how did I miss? It's, must it's been during it's,
1: one of the times I was trying to stave off yeah. like suicidal impulses. Did you get
2: like a pencil like, like like just like yeah. into your eye? Like,
3: yeah, not like, this was it's, a better. It's just idea. before the. It's it's like the scene before she realizes she's the queen of the. I remember. I remember the
1: scene. Like I remember her. I guess it was a pad. Like when they peeled it off and. Yeah. I just figured Sean
2: Bean's character was like, "That's the dumbest thing to stop bleeding because the pads there to soak up a lot yeah, of blood." Like, yeah, no, it just—it just is it just, it
3: just such an awkward it, As Tatum a woman, like, I cringed at that. Cause also,
2: I've—I've like-, I've, like recently dog sat for a for a you know rather large Kelpie mm. dingo cross, and and he got into Ems's like pad stash and just like shredded the fuck out of a few of them yeah. if anything he would be like yes great something to chew on not be like gross <laughs> uh, gross
3: because he's was a like, dog man I was like you you are at this uh, a version of the human race that is millennia in front of us mm-hmm. And you're still a fuckboy. Yeah. You're still a fuckboy <laughs> that is scared of pads. Uh, gross. They're sticky. I oh, like oh, God, no. Tampons. Oh, gross. Yeah. Lady blood. It's like, seriously, fuck off. It's a lame joke. It's an outdated joke. It's a sexist joke. Fuck that joke. I didn't even, because like, I didn't even think it was, was it a joke? Ooh. It was meant to be. You could see that it was set up as a joke. If you watch it and just analyze that one scene. That, that it's was set up being as a, a joke. but well, what I, else?
1: What other purpose could it? Yeah, so? unless
3: Although, Mila, unless hmm. Mila Kunis called him out on it, and she like said something like. Don't be a fuckboy yeah, yeah, And yeah. deal with it Like yeah That would have not been a joke And would have been a different kind of joke In a funny way Speaking
2: of that particular scene One thing I noticed You could have really easily edited uh, Because this is what you could do with this film It either need, it needs so much editing mm. Or just reworking Or even you add more Like one option I was thinking like, Because apparently the producers came out and said There is like a three hour cut of this film oh, And cut. it's like oh beautiful it's, just a,
1: oh, it's, it's a piece of cinema it, I thought it was three hours It
2: felt, it felt three hours and so he's it's, saying it's there's just
3: like, over two hours. So I don't know what an extra fifty minutes right? is going to fucking Somebody do. Somebody paid to make that <sighs>
1: film.
2: So he was saying there's like a giant, like there's more to this whole script, and there, there obviously is because yeah. I think the the Rakowski's they say when they write, sit down and write a script, sometimes it's like two hundred and twenty odd pages. Mm. Because they just go into so much detail and backstory and whatever, so I would argue that this would make a pretty good series or a pretty good, uh, uh, even just a serial, like mm. just a, a, a you know a series of
3: like a trilogy or something like that. A like like,
2: trilogy, i mean, it's like a TV yeah. half hour, forty five minutes uh, weekly thing, because yeah. there are some moments there which do feel like this was made for television. There was like these like you know. Jupiter goes and meets her Callic, the, hmm. the the daughter, you know, and then that sort of goes nowhere. But there's a clear end to an episode there. The whole wedding of Titus,
1: which was also dumb, but that is a whole episode yeah. there, and it kind and of it felt climactic, of... and then it just sort of kept going after that. Yeah, it yeah. should have just Maybe like cliche. Stop the wedding scene. Followed yeah, by... but
3: that should have been in my in my version of it because I I <laughs> agree with you, Gabe, that like if. Just don't make the film. <laughs> no. But if you are going to make this film, mm. you can make if you're set on this is the story that I want to do and this is how I'm going to mm. do it. You just got to edit some bits yeah. and just work it. Cut the sister, cut the alien sister out completely because yeah. that's like a good twenty five minute um, chunk. Oh, before yeah,
2: I was going to say the the scene with the pads. You yeah, know where they go. um he res- Channing Tatum or Mister Wise Canine Wise yeah. no cane Kane wise, wise when he comes in and rescues the uh, rescues Jupiter from mm. selling her eggs, but also being secretly killed. Which like, how do they organise that anyway?
3: Oh, I figured that out on the third watch.
2: <sighs> yeah, is it
3: because is that the cover for people to be abducting? Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. So so I did. I'm so proud that I figured this out. Tell me more. So Jupiter, she this is her second appointment at the clinic, oh. and the first time they got her DNA on file. So they tested her DNA to make sure that her eggs were viable to be harvested. And so at that point, the DNA was then on record and that the aliens figured out that she was the reincarnation of the mom. Ah, and that's, that's why when she goes to donate the eggs, because first she puts a fake name down. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, why yeah. they attacked that really dumb blonde woman yeah, yeah. in the first scene. Or the first I kind of, that bit, yeah. yeah, the first half hour of the movie. Um they attack her because that's the name that's put on the form. Yep, yep. yep. And then they, they realize it isn't her, so they leave her, they all kind of pass out and wake up dazed and confused. Um and then she Jupiter goes to the clinic to harvest the eggs and they're like, This that's it, we've got her. This is a situation where we know she's definitely gonna be in. And that is how ah, the aliens. I thought it out.
2: maybe the aliens were like just setting up all these egg harvesting places just as a goof, and it suddenly was like, Oh sweet, she's there. Our long con paid off. Yeah, and what a long con. But that scene there where Mr. Wise breaks hmm. in and does start, you know, escape uh, rollerblading, air rollerblading around. That, which is
3: the coolest thing. Which is
1: just the coolest.
2: Uh, I know
3: that you're being <laughs> really sarcastic, but fuck, that would be a mess.
1: <laughs> um, I just liked it better when he got wings at the end. Same. I thought that Why was... does he
3: have wings?
2: So Why does he need wings know. when he had the rollerblades? It's just, it's, it's, they, they do the same fucking thing. So Jupiter can wear
1: the rollerblades uh, at the end uh, for that. For Apparently, he can't. buy another pair of sunset. rollerblades?
3: Oh, he can't just but get He's a dog. Why does he need wings? See, there's so many questions that we physically can't so, get an answer As an one. editor,
2: as one editor I want to point out, there's that scene where, so he goes in, rescues Jupiter, and then there's this all big like battle over Chicago mm. and all this bullshit. And then there's a bit where it sort of flashbacks and it's Eddie Redmayne just watching that, yeah. that scene. Cut from where Ke- Mr. Wise breaks into mm. the clinic... To Eddie Redmayne. And that cuts out that whole boring battle of Chicago. It's just so dull. And you basically go from Eddie Redmayne seeing that and then you cut to them in the car going away because it's like, okay, he rescued her there and now they're they're chuffing off. Cool. You've just saved a good ten minutes
1: that's nice, and it also yeah. saves us like repeating any of that weird egg harvesting sequence. Yeah, which we kind of had to do for some reason when yeah. Red was watching it. Yeah, so again, and it felt
3: like a very uh, like you know do what um, was just kind of like did this, did this file did. skip yeah. back? Yeah, but
2: yeah same. because yeah. oh, yeah. I've already saw it. I'm like, hang on, did this? Did I? Did I just fuck up and just? I just accidentally had, rewind there it? was
3: there was just these bits in the film where they were showing flashbacks mm. of the film. Yeah, yeah. And it's Like, yeah, what are the, you doing? Yeah. Like, that's and just which is, poor. Maybe,
2: like, you've seen Serenity, like mm. the opening scene of Serenity, where it's almost like it's a, a you know footage in within footage within a security yeah. thing. And like, I thought if they just had, had something like that at that moment in time, that would have been nice, yeah. and, and, and would have cut down some time. But yeah, that's one edit. And you were saying yeah. you just go go through and make some edits.
3: Cut, cut the first scene. Cut the first scene where it's Jupiter's mum and dad yeah. in Russia. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut it because All it's illegal,
2: a, Yeah. intro for the parents, illegal aliens. Why? Why? Okay. Russian mobs? Why, why Why is this a thing?
3: All right. The first reason that I want to cut that, because the first time I watched this, I saw that scene and I was like, that scene is going to relate to something else in the film. No, It doesn't. A telescope, though. D- d- That's no, about it. it doesn't need to be. <laughs> you can just have Jupiter as a girl who likes space. It doesn't fucking have to be a thing. And just... Like because they set up that scene that the dad dies, they don't give you an explanation as to why the dad dies.
2: He so got shot with by some Russian mobs because Russia's full of Russian mobsters.
3: Well, I got that on the second watch. <laughs> I got that on the second watch after some googling because the first time I watched it, I was like, Jupiter's dad is an alien. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah that was how count. that's how they set it up. I was like, they killed her dad for no apparent reason. The mum went on the run. Jupiter mm. must be an alien, and her parents must be aware of it. So I was waiting for that. No, it was happen. it
2: no was happens. just it was just one of those, like, I, I like things where it is yeah, a coincidence, head. where it's like, yeah, some tragedy happened, but it was just like, Russian mobs just broke in and shot a dude. Make right. that
3: clearer. Also, so
1: like, because my immediate, and like, yeah, you're right, I forgot about that scene after the fact, but like, thinking about it now, I'm like, yeah, when that scene happened, my immediate assumption was, yeah, cool, uh, her parents or her dad's an alien, and that's going to come up later on, that will tie into her, like, weird space lineage, whatever. No. But then, like, it just... And, yeah, you're you're completely right. Like, you know, with the telescope thing, like, in fact, really easily from a character perspective, just kind of be like, okay, well, she's a girl who has a shitty life. As we know from the 10 times, she said, I hate
3: my life. It's like, cool, uh...
1: Good, motivation established. But um, why
3: not just have
1: why not just have her being like you know she hates her life, sure thing. And you know just have one shot of her like you know looking up to space, and it could just be like you know a metaphor for like escape and like getting somewhere better and all that. And it's as simple as that. It's not an elegant you know no, but thing, but it's perfectly serviceable, Mm. and it gives her a reason like with a telescope and all that. And the the film's set in space anyway, so it all ties in anyway. My like it just
2: observation I made uh, second viewing was it. Yeah, Jupiter's born without a father, but also the three siblings. Uh, where was the patriarch of the Abraxas family? It's never fucking mentioned. No, it's not. But I suppose like, where they're millennia was the pa- old. So. They're 19 yeah. millennia old. But like, where was the <laughs> patriarch? Where was, um, were all three siblings? Do they have different fathers? They kept making a little bit of a side issue being like, Oh, our mother was unlucky in love. And she made some odd decisions when it came to her love life.
3: But... Channing Tatum sort of, dog people is like, the obvious answer to that. And they're so upset as, like, a very fancy household. A <laughs> like, Mother bred
2: with a dog boy! <laughs> I'm half dog man! It, I, it was just very... Three-quarter
3: sure. dog and three-quarters man. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I but I just... It was just an observation where it was like they're making this big deal about the matriarch being missing, but there is literally no mention of the patriarch of the Abraxas family, with or a brass. Abra- Abra-
3: Abraxas. I didn't Abra-is mind command. that. I didn't mind that because the the film's very female centric, and so it could is it though? It tries tell to me be. Where
2: where Jupiter actually makes a decision for herself?
3: No, it's 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 tries to be very female. I don't <laughs> think it is. When 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 does
2: what? Like this is what I really hated about the film is the fact that. Jupiter is given no agency. No. She's just not. She's there, and everyone is pushing her along to do shit. You know, there is no moment of her looking at her charred remains of her aunt uh, uh, and uncle. You know, just being dead and being like, "I got to get off this planet." There is none of this no, kind of her it's, it's decision. It's all. It's, all it's,
3: it's not. It's a very. It, it, knocked out, kidnapped. Yeah, it tries to be like a very like oh we've got an action star that's a woman, and it's not. It's like every other action star that is a woman, where everything's completely out of their control, and they're just running like rolling with the punches, and she's they're not just even an action
1: star. She's
2: no, just, she's just a girl. She, yeah. is there
1: to be rescued
3: yeah. over and, and over, and, and that's over and what over really over.
1: annoyed me.
2: It, it could have been yeah, like you just she, made the
3: damsel in mm. distress the protagonist. That's yeah. it, um, and a few other things. I,
2: I really, you could just. Even the narration at the start, it's like, you know, life sucks for Jupiter, that's that's great. Mm. But you could just don't have to have the whole bullshit with the Russian mob and the and the parents being no.
3: there. I didn't um, I really didn't mind that scene where her mum gives birth to her on the boat. That's fine. You could have started, yeah, it just started with started there. with that and I love that line where it was like, I was born without a country, born without a home because I think that really sets oh, up yeah. the whole film.
1: Yeah. yeah, like that, that works. very
3: simple line that really sets it up. So it's like, all right, keep that in. Start. Jupiter is born on a boat because life fucking sucks in mm-hmm. Russia. So they just decided to come to America. She's yeah. born on a boat, and then we skip fucking twenty five years into yeah. the future. And then you can and have Jupiter's that beauty qu- of who the dad
2: is. Like maybe huh. the dad was a space alien. Yeah.
3: Who fucking knows?
2: Yeah. Um, and again, going to the, I like that when you did see the end result of a harvest mm. with the, the three siblings there, and that was kind of cool. Them just sort of. Just seeing like, yeah, it's apparently it's done very humane, but oh well who gives a shit, whatever, we're we're doing this now. And but you're right, I mean, why have Titus and why have Kallik just combine those two? Yeah. I just a lot of it was very much just a lot of editing, a lot of there's some really great ideas. And this is what I really liked about the film. It was really kind of cool having this idea of all right, so we think humanity is the face of of like the, the most important part in the galaxy. No, you're a farm, you're yeah. a farm, and you're being harvested because we want your essence, and that's it. And that's a really cool concept. Um, warring intergalactic siblings, and like great, um, this whole thing about like a genetically engineered man who's part of wolf, and there's also bird people. Like fuck, great, what a time. There's an elephant man who's piloting a fucking spaceship. How fucking amazing! but it's still a piece of shit like how could you not love this film and they were like here here's how
1: this is how you don't love this film by watching it
2: yeah. and it's like they have all these beautiful it's little good it's and good in theory it's good in theory and it, it was, was
1: to be fair as well like you know credit where credit's due um the music was fantastic mm-hmm. And like, you know, there were a couple of there were a couple of like scenes where um some of the action scenes had the illusion of being rousing, just having like a really, really good score underpinning mm. it. And I was like, mm. hang on, I've got no investment in anything that's going on here. I don't care. I need another beer to enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, you know, it's a really kind of good epic score happening during the space battles. I was like, there were moments where I was like, look, like I feel almost like I'm interested to see the outcome of this. And then I realized, no, I'm absolutely yeah. not. But, uh, like, and, you know, it was beautifully shot, too. The visuals yeah. were the visuals were undeniably amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, all the inside of Jupiter thing and, like, Eddie Redmayne's big spiky spaceship thing and all that. The like, dragon people? Yeah.
3: And how good and the dragon people? And the costuming, I thought, was oh, fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, like, that, absolutely. that scene where Jupiter, like, the, the wedding scene, mm. her dress and that headpiece, I was watching that and I was like, I want to get married in that. Yeah. That's, like, I saw that really and beautiful. I was like, that's exactly how I want to look on my wedding day. Like, a beautiful space princess. Yeah. They needed
1: to either... Cut the camp altogether,
3: mm. or make it a hundred percent camp. A hundred percent camp. hundred percent camp. Yeah.
1: I would have had a jolly time. I would have. I still wouldn't understand why somebody gave up one hundred seventy-five million dollars to make that film. But I would have had a jolly time. Like, and it was just, and I was watching it, and I was kind of like, "Look, man, like, you know, I can, I can forgive a lot. Like, you know, I, yeah. if I have a good time." And, and I was saying this to someone after I came out of Terminator Genesis the other day, where they were like, "Oh, it's a terrible film. It's a terrible film." And I was like, "Well, yes." But at the same time, like you know, uh, there's, there's, you know, I'm always in two minds with films. It's like there's a film critic in me, and then there's the person who just mm. likes watching movies. And it's like, you know, uh, with Terminator Genesis, I was like, look, I had a really good time. Exactly. I really enjoyed myself. If I was going to sit down and analyze it, then fuck yeah, I could tear it to shreds. It was probably a piece of shit. But did I have a jolly time? Did I just like seeing old Arnie fight young Arnie? And then, yes, like, you know, I bloody well quips? did. Yes, I did. I had a really good time. Yeah. But Jupiter Ascending. Terminator Genesis and, you know, Jurassic World is another one. Yeah, so they, I feel the same way about Jurassic World. Fun, yeah, they're fun, you know? Fun. They are fun. Aside from anything else, they're like, you know what? Even if the script is uh, bog standard or whatever, we're going to give you a jolly time. Mm. Yeah. And Jupiter Ascending, I was like, look, you, you could have just... It's almost like the Wachowskis came up to the brink of being like, we're just going to give you a happy old time. Mm. And then they were like, oh, yeah, but, you know, we're there's still a glimmer of that reputation of us being the people who made the matrix and Mm -hmm. we're going to, and there there was like the germs of a like you said, Mm. with the harvesting and things like that, the intergalactic and siblings. Great. There's the germs of a really good sort of sci-fi space opera epic Mm. in there. Or, you know, just make it a fucking big camp classic. You could kind of go either way, but it wasn't, it wasn't fun and it wasn't compelling. Yeah. So I think the Wachowskis like, just
3: fall into this habit over and over again where they made The Matrix, and fuck yeah, The Matrix, but every movie that they've made after that, they're like, we're going to make another Matrix. And it's like, n- n- no. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to the make Matrix, these epic films that fall really flat because you're trying sad. to emulate the The, the beauty the of The original though,
1: is that it was both fun mm. and compelling. Yeah. Like it's the same as like, you know, and the, the example is like, you know, when he talks about like being campy and like doubling down on that but actually having some substance to it, you look at fucking Hannibal. Mm. Campy as fuck. Like, there's this stuff that happens in that show is would never, ever happen in a million years. Yeah. And it's clearly the writers just been kind of like, what can we get away with this week? But, Do you, you know, want a man who's
3: violin, we're going to make yeah, you a violin maiden man. man. <laughs> we're going to have a fetus inside a pig gestating. Yeah.
1: Like, Hooray! you know, what the, why, why the fuck not? It's a great old time. But at the same time, like, emotionally and mm. psychologically, the mm. characters, you know, the what is going on at the heart of these characters is pure and compelling and mm. interesting. And somehow it juggles both of them. Bojack Horseman, oh, a funny, gosh. I fucking love Bojack. Bojack Horseman. It's like it's a silly comedy about an alcoholic horse that is about like some really dark, really relatable, yeah, really it's, it's moving. Yeah, it's a very issues. odd show. Where... But it gets away with both. You yeah. can do both. You mm. can be both compelling and intelligent and silly and fun. Mm. It can be done. And Jupiter Ascending. I think it's not too much to ask to be like you know what if I can if I can list off Hannibal yeah. and Bojack Horseman. Granted, different genres altogether. But they could do it. Why yeah. couldn't you? That's it. Like you couldn't decide what you wanted to be. You, well, why not just be both? Yeah,
2: yeah, and this thing I, it, I said like the harvesting is great. It's like something that's sort of been you know seen before in a lot of sci-fi. Like, I'm anyone here a fan of the Mass Effect series? I uh, yeah, no, no so no, very no. very similar. That there's all these sort of like harvesters and the builds that come down mass extinction. And it's all about cycles, and that's like a cool little thing over there. But this is a cool thing where it's actually not about like cycles and all this. It's actually about you know we just want to extend our life. And I really like that. And also how she's queen of the bees, like. Yeah. Great, like Great. what a fucking Great. concept. Run, but run with that. She's why can they do please. fucking anything with it? Don't give me someone who's like, I actually kind of have this weird superpower where I can control bees, like in Bioshock, and then I don't do anything because with controlling Zana, of bees. Zana, you're,
1: you're asking bees? too much. Bees? That would bees? have required bees. Jupiter to do something. Oh, of course, my and my. Just, bad. It, <laughs> know, like, I'm How sorry, but like silly of me yeah, wanting the you need person
2: to, you need whose to, names to, in the I fucking just, title to do something. Just think before you speak. I'm so sorry. So you know. It was super fucking long. It um, needs a
3: fucking editor. i I I just want to cut in just mm-hmm. on that point, is that this film, while watching it, reminded me so much of Raymond Carver. And do you, no, I'm I'm not I'm really giving bad. you a blank stare. Okay. Raymond so. Carver is a short story writer and he's like he passed away and he's super I hope he passed away. That's just like a fact. <laughs> That's a, and a and weird
2: thing, thing to out. say. I hope he passed. Did he's he write bad. the one
1: with the <laughs> frozen lamb leg in the like the woman who kills her husband with a frozen lamb leg and then serves the lamb to the cops and gets away with it because there's no murder weapon? Maybe. God, I think I'm, that might have been – I have read some Yeah, Carver, like I think.
3: like because because there's so many short stories. I've yeah, only he, read one dead. or two of his. Huh? He died in eighty eight. Okay, good. He is dead. Um, <laughs> no, okay. But but the thing the thing I know like I've read a bit of Raymond Carver, and I'm not one of this person that that knows a lot about authors. But this is one thing that did stick with me. Raymond Carver is known for his short stories. They loved and how precise and how beautiful and how just intricately dot 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 his short stories are. Mm-hmm. When he passed away, they found his manuscripts. Mm-hmm. They were reading his manuscripts, and they were like. Holy shit, Raymond Carver isn't Raymond Carver. Raymond Carver's editor is the true champion. <laughs> oh, wow. This editor had gone through and gone through hundreds of stories and just cut them down to they are the bare bones, just the absolute essence of the story. Because
1: he's quite a sparse writer. I'm not too familiar with him, yeah. obviously, but like he's quite a sparse writer. That's isn't it. He? And like, it's, oh, all, the anyway, yeah. it's huh. all the editor. It's all the editor just doing
3: that. And that's like watching this film, I was like. I want Raymond Carver-esque editing in this film. I want it to be mm. bare bones. Yeah. And, I want it to be, like, scene, like you... scene, scene. And
1: they should have done this before they started filming it. Mm-hmm.
3: And that's so the much, much about,
1: like, we all complain about studio interference in films and, like, you know, the Marvel directors, you've heard it from a few of them now, I think. But then, like, you know, you look at the fact that it's, like, Star Wars wouldn't be Star Wars if it wasn't for somebody coming in and being like, no. You're mm. not doing this mm. Like wasn't Han Solo Meant to be like A fish alien Or yeah, something probably. Maybe Someone else But anyway Like you know the, Like Star Wars was like The the early drafts And like early concept art And stuff I think I've seen Oh there's a comic Actually fucking, called yeah, the, the Star comic, Wars That's what I'm thinking of The comic And it's um, like All about his face on scripts. the original and Very like, first script, And it's fucking Amazing Woof. Like Like Interesting
2: read, but whew, I'm no, glad th- we didn't get there's that. There's a
3: reason that we have editors. There's yes, a reason absolutely. Because I think as a writer, you get so involved in the storyline. You're too line. close to it. you do. Yeah, too too close close where you're like, this is like this scene, which is nothing, but you're like, it's so important because I put so much effort yeah. into it, and I love it so much. And you need an editor to go, no, nah, no, yeah, necessary. And that's, and that's it.
1: Like you know, I think writers need to be able mm. to, you know, to be to look at to uh, trust the opinion of an external party. Mm. Like I had this script I finished recently, I sent to a friend of mine. And he kind of sent it back with a bit of feedback, and he was like, oh, you know, man, I just feel a bit awkward like talking to you about your craft because, you know, you've, like, you've studied this, and you're at VCA and all this stuff. And I was like, no, dude, like, it, do- it doesn't yeah, matter because I need, you to, because I need you to do this for me because I'm too close to it. I can apply, in theory, all the things I learned at film school, but when it comes down to it, if it doesn't work to mm. the person reading it – You know, it doesn't work, and I need to know what works and what doesn't work. And I'm never, ever going to be upset with someone saying, Look, man, this is shit, this is shit, fix this, fix this, fix this. Like, because that's what, that's why I give stories to people for feedback. And that's the job of an editor. And it's, it's, I don't know, I just feel like the moment people become, and I still don't know how the Wachowskis were able to raise that money after, you know, their last. Few unsuccessful films, but Speed whatever. Racer. <laughs> like, how do they still have enough power and capital in Hollywood to make? I, I just don't know. That said, but Sense, Sense 8,
3: Eight, so fucking good. So really Loving
1: good. it. I fucking but, love that series.
2: Oh, go but watch that's it because it, it's, it's, so yeah, it's, it's a fucking
3: series. Yeah, it's a fucking series. They've got and time takes, to breathe. Yeah. It's
2: got M. Michael Straczynski who did Babylon Five and some really good Spider Man comics and some really not great Spider Man comics. You could argue that those bad <laughs> Spider Man comics were because of Joe Quesada being like, let's sell Spider Man's marriage. To the devil, and it was dumb. Anywho, it's really <laughs> fucking good.
3: Yeah, Sense 8 is really good, and I feel that's so disappointing that this came out after Jupiter Ascending because Sense 8 is such a good example of why the Wachowskis are still relevant. Mm. Why we still yeah. keep giving them money.
2: Like, Sense 8, like, I'm a man who doesn't quite understand empathy. I'm kind of getting it thanks to Sense 8. Yeah. Like, it's really good.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm evolving as
2: a human. And Look at that. I know. But,
3: but the thing is that Sense 8. And what what I kind of saw in Jupiter Ascending, and that I wanted them to focus on more, is that Sense Eight is is just a character piece. Yeah, it's about eight different people and, and it's
2: how they relate, and it's all yeah, like their it's, life experiences have driven them to this point here, and it's.
3: Fantastic. That's it. And it's just about, it's like this really good analysis of the characters. Mm. And Sensei, uh, not Sensei, Jupiter Ascending kind of should have been that. We yeah. should have had more of an attachment to Jupiter. Yeah. We have no attachment they, they to just, Jupiter. they just, they were
1: like the basic, well, like a really, a really sort of like muted version of the hero's journey kind of, well, basically the Cinderella mm. sort of thing where it's like, you know, same as like Harry Potter, Twilight, mm. you know, Sword in the Stone, Anything, where it's like, you know, you've got the main character with the dreary, depressing life, who suddenly finds out that they're the most important person on the planet, and, like, you know, that they're special for some reason, it sort of, like, goes from there, and it's, it's just, it's so basic, mm. and so done to death, like, do something fun. Fresh with it. No, but yeah, yeah just... you could
3: have you could have done some really cool stuff with it. Like I really She wanted... was just a
1: Mary Sue because of she that. She really yeah. was, yeah. and I
2: found it just so frustrating of, like, what were they trying to do as a film? Was it like a fish out of water? Was it a murder mystery? Was it like yeah. a John Carter, let's have some fun space adventure? I liked John Carter. I've yet
3: to see it, unfortunately. I refused to watch it. <laughs> it was a good time. Just <laughs> just straight up refusing just to just watch It's going to that. be That's like an okay really film. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am going to be bored in parts. And I
2: I just you look at what like to me the, the, the crux of the whole thing is, is this whole um, someone is genetically similar to someone means that you're basically the same person in the eyes of this intergalactic law that we've we've set up and to me that is straight up ridiculous. I actually just interpreted ridiculous. it so differently. Yeah?
3: I, I interpreted it as like So DNA is a sequence Mm -hmm. and in this, in not the world's history, but in this giant universe's history, there have been so many people born and died that we've just started repeating the DNA sequence. That's a cool idea, but... They should have explained it better because they do say it. They say that Jupiter is genetically identical to their mum.
2: Yeah, but to me it's like, so what? You're genetically identical to someone, but that should not mean that you are entitled to a whole like i don't know it just seems so fucking you've they gone treat from it 1 like point the- to the neck and she's like you're you're the head of this like house of praxis which is kind of like a business but also you're an emperor. Yeah. So, what, uh, is it is she a space monarch, or is she just the head of a really powerful family? And the fact they're like that, the Kardashians real,
3: of space. Yeah. And yeah, it's
2: like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, oh, it. with the bees being oh we, they they just sense royal royal blood. That means on a genetic level that there are people better than other people. That's a great message to leave that your audience with. That to me with. is a very odd Wasn't that thing. Just an animal Farm us that funny. already. Mm. So on one hand, I'm sort of happy they didn't do was like she was a long forgotten lost princess um or that her father was an alien that impregnated a human woman mm. and she's like that. So I'm happy they didn't do that cliche. But on the other hand, what we got was very just What the fuck is it? What the fuck? And then, like, if you have the original Milo Kunis, who was very much, like, who I'm going to start calling, like, (laughs) proto-Jupiter, and she was very much, fuck this noise, and heavily hinted at that she basically necks herself, or at least gets Eddie Redmayne to neck her for her, Mm. knowing full well that she could be reincarnated and, and makes a sort of a point to put her future self into her own will. That whole thing just... That whole... It just becomes a clusterfuck. Like, yeah. Proto Jupiter would know that as soon as she dies, there's going to be a giant power struggle between the siblings. So, why would she want to die? And also, then, why would she want to then have the same problem of whatever the problem is of why she's like, please kill me, to then be implemented onto her future self? I, I just. Because obviously, clear. this has happened before. There is clearly precedent that some rich, powerful space someone has died and become reincarnated to the point where, no, no, this is intergalactic law. We have our bureaucracy thing for this. this yeah, is, there's this. something we know what to do with this. It's just. I really hate that film even more now because this is... <laughs> what the fuck was proto-Jupiter doing? What was her fucking point? So a quick game we can all kind of play is, what can we do to throw the character of Jupiter... Into this intergalactic sibling rivalry, without it being cliche, but without it being dumb. Go,
3: like so. So play on the DNA. You can no. play with the
2: DNA. You can oh, play with something um, else. You can make sure. How do we get it so that she is meant to be an inheritor or someone who is a very important space queen? Oh, no, I get you. I get but you. But without without it being so fucking cliche, where its other oh, father was an alien.
3: Oh, uh, so, I I. Oh.
2: This is it's hard, and this but is what they should have really spent some time working on it. I
3: really wanted Jupiter. I think this is along the lines, and shut me up if it's not, but I just, like, give an explanation for whatever reason. Like, say it's the DNA. Like, a DNA repeats itself. This is just something that we deal with. Good. And you're officially, like, that person. You have no memories of it, but apparently you are. But I just would have loved to seen the Jupiter that we had set up at the start of the film. hmm Just not really give a shit. <laughs> Throughout the entire thing, just but not like just not know how to deal with it. Like every time they're like, "You're the queen," and her just being like, "No, yeah, she don't was, want that responsibility." She was
2: very accepting of her yeah, she's like, lot Could in I'm life. Say, say it again. Say it again. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you're damn right, Wolf Boy.
3: Yeah, mm. yeah. Growl, growl
2: for me. Growl for me. No, I just ball.
3: yeah. <laughs> I just really would have loved to see this really kind of pessimistic that be nice dead to the world kind of jupiter that we have set up at the start of the, the movie that hates your yeah. life that hates everything just not understand what's going on because i think any other person in that situation would have just been like nah nah, nah, nah i don't want this this yeah. is like just to see the world like meet eddie and meet all the siblings and just be like no no nah, no nah, you take it <laughs> you deal with this <laughs> i don't give a fuck yeah so, Some money would be nice, though. So that
2: would be nice. Can I, can I still be ruler of Earth and don't kill us? That'd be great. Yeah. Thank
3: you. Just, just chuck uh, me And that was nice out. with Eddie happy.
2: Redmayne being like, you didn't know about the harvest before now, so why should it matter? That was yeah. a nice little, little idea that they didn't really play with. So, yeah, so my question being is how do we get Jupiter from being a cleaning lady to being a space queen? What kind of convoluted or not so convoluted way can this happen to drive the story forward? Because, quite frankly, I think a repeated sequence and – that's it means you are now the queen of this universe you have no idea is a dumb way for Mm. any system to have because (laughs) there is no memories associated with someone that's like saying all right i'm a clone myself and i've put myself into this like say for example i become king of australia good i don't know why i went wog accent but i'm king of (laughs) australia um Mate. (laughs) mate so I'm king of Australia. I I was like, I'm 90 years old. I'm like, clone me as I die. They clone me as I die. There's a new baby, and then it's like, you're gonna be the king of Australia, and but we're not gonna tell you until you're like 18. So
3: you're kind of Jesusing. Yeah. yeah, and it's you're kind, kind of Jesusing like, the situation. And then when he's 18,
2: like clone me he's 18. They're like, by the way, uh, you, you, we we took you away from Australia, and so you, you learn nothing about the history, nothing about the way the world works.
3: That's a flawed system. It's a
2: stupid system. You know, he's gonna make clone me is gonna make some dumb decisions. More dumb than previous me. <laughs> and I made dumb decisions by like cloning myself <laughs> to be the future king.
1: Dumb. Maybe if you like, instead of doing the you know the cliche, oh you know, you're born into royalty, you're destined to be this or something, whatever. Like maybe did you guys ever read uh, Scarecrow by Matthew Riley? Yes. Now, it's a difficult Matthew Riley action book, but there's this whole <laughs> thing, this and bear in mind, like love this. Love this, is, this, this has all just been like to yeah, you know yeah, over my head as I've been as I've been listening, so this could be vague. It, it is vague. It's it's very That's vague. That's cool. Anyway, um, so there was this whole thing in Scarecrow where there was, like, all these people around the world who had taken some kind of physical capability oh, test. Yeah. Like, whether it was, like, they could think and type fast enough to, like, key in a code into some, something. Anyway, point was, people with, like, certain capabilities were being hunted down because they were the people who had the ability to defuse some kind of super weapon. It's been... 15 years since I read that book. I, I don't really
2: remember. Oh, I like yeah, but, yeah. that you have such but, a
3: good summary of it though. 15 no, years ago. I'm, I'm remembering like, the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, so basically yeah. what
2: it was is there there were all these military people. They had these military games. They had this one like test where it was you need to be putting in as, as code as quickly as you possibly yes, can. Yes. Uh, and it was just as part of military games. And then slowly these people started dying until it was... Um, just, just Scarecrow. Uh, left. Sco- uh, Shane Schofield. Shane Schofield. Wow. Yeah. Why do I know that name?
3: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. Books. What <laughs> did that push out? What important <laughs> what, information did do not retain And that. then
2: also, <laughs> I think someone from the Israeli army as well. Like him and this guy were the only two survivors. And then there was the
1: um Aloysius knight, like the, the oh like that guy, guy who yeah. like was in his plane and like coming around. Oh, oh, what a character, fucking, fucking and great. then like the the pilot who clearly had Asperger's. Oh what a time! Yeah, Rufus. Yes, Rufus. Oh, what I a love champ. Rufus. Anyway, so. What a legend. <laughs>
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, so then these two and then the Israeli guy dies, so it's up to Shane Schofield to plug in the um this little sequence to destroy the um super weapon. So as you are yeah, saying. And then his girlfriend got beheaded. Ah, <laughs> oh, that I remember I remember reading like, that first and she was a this good really friend of mine. Like- yeah, yeah, was like reading it behind to me, so I was in the
1: living room just watching him read it. He got so mad. Oh, it was insane because she was like this really established character from the previous two Fox? books, Libby Gant mm. Fox. Wow, and she was fantastic. Ugly she was Such I a badass. She was so cool. And book and book two. Ah, book book two. Yeah, fuck. And um, the whole sequel with the president and the yes. lagg hooks. Yes. Ah, oh, so good. Just, just um, for
3: everyone listening to this, I want just to know how excited these two look right now. Like, they're pretty much making out. They're so excited. We are. It's a,
1: it's a handies under the table kind of situation.
3: But um, Tip to tip. Yeah, just tip to tip. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. Um, oh, what was I saying? I so, yeah, just, so the, the, the little, no, sorry, the, the little games um, you can kind of program yes. that. So what if, what if there was something like that? What if, say, it was like some kind of, say, you know, this dynasty's been around for millennia and there's some kind of, like, space, weird space democracy Thing uh-huh. where pretty much there are those random tests out in the earth where uh, out in the universe where people who have certain capabilities have certain capabilities that may somehow become. Mm. I'm I'm literally making this up like no a no, one, but no no. I have certain capabilities that like like a Mensa test. Yes, exactly. So it's kind of like exactly. you want to improve your life, take this so, test. So that means that Jupiter is not you know the queen of the universe because of anything like genetic or anything mm-hmm. she can't help she's queen of the universe because she's the fucking right person to do it mm. because she's got the necessary capabilities that she didn't realize she had because of some random test that was taken somewhere down all the line right. and this space family who have been in power for mm. millions of years are like nah fuck no no we don't we don't want her mm. to take over or for that reason even though it's like maybe it's like every 1000 years there's like this test goes out there and someone new is chosen mm. i don't know but something like that that gives her like that means that, A, she's capable. That mm-hmm. means she has to do things to prove that capability. But she can still be reluctant. She can still not want to do it. Because she's like, what the fuck? Like, I never thought about this stuff. Like, it was yeah. this one-off test I did once or something here and there. I didn't even know I was taking it. So that's fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody asked me if I was being tested I would to be the queen of the just universe. I would like, a,
3: a Cleo or, like, a <laughs> cosmopolitan test. Yeah, exactly. It's like, something. something Really like innocuous talk, and really... <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. But like, see, the the beauty, the difference between this and what there was is that like, I love the idea that it's like, well, actually, you're, it's not like a birth thing. It's like, but are you responsible? Like, does that mean you have to take responsibility? Because you are this capable, because you can do these things, because hmm. you have had the right life experiences and everything to make you the exact right person for this position... Like, oh, does that mean you therefore have a responsibility? Your so much better
3: than what I came up with. Oh, yeah. so that's really <laughs> no, cool. No, it's great. No, I love it. I, I yeah, just, yeah. So I, into but
1: it. I thought, you know, like what, like that? Just well, why not? Like that mm. gives that's so much stronger and more complicated. And like then this fucking just repeated thing of, oh yeah, you were born to you be the, the person of something because Mother. you're genetically the Mother. same. As it. it's been done to death, and it makes no sense. It's like mm. all these. Fucking classic stories, like you know, even like things like Lord of the Rings and stuff. Where it's like, oh, the rightful king. You're the rightful king because you happen to be born into yeah. this line, and it's like the chosen one narrative and things like Harry it. Potter and everything. I was, and I love Harry Potter. Don't get me wrong. It's like the whole chosen one narrative, which is basically saying, and the reason we all love stories like this is because there's an element of wish fulfillment. We all oh, want course. to be told one. Way. I'm the You're special, special. One. You're better than everyone else. I'm but one. You know, but we're not. <laughs> But in this case, the difference with this is that it's not because she was born into something she couldn't fucking help. Because what a fucking cop-out that we've been dealing with for way too, like we've been accepting for way too long now in our stories. Mm. Like instead, what if you're the right person to rule the galaxy because you are the best because of the life you've led and who you've developed into, not because of who you were born as. Yeah, that'd be nice. Much stronger and fresh and new. And And what if made this film fucking stand out from the pack of the rest of these fucking cliché Cinderella story, (laughs) chosen one fucking archetypes?
2: No, no, I, I like it. See, I would have gone, uh, a little bit, little bit cliche, but it kind of puts a different spin. So we have the, um, again, proto-Jupiter, the former matriarch of House Abraxas. Uh, and again, very much, she was very like, fuck this noise. We are genuinely horrible people. Mm. We are just committing genocide on literally global scales. Just to be like, what the fuck are we doing here? What is the point of life? We've been doing this for millennia. Like, I've been around for like t- nearly 20 million, no, no 20 millennia. And still, we're doing the same bullshit. So, we are no longer... We are no closer to understanding things now than we were then. So, like... What the fuck are we doing? Like, give her a purpose and, like, make, maybe make her the good guy. Like, again, making mm. proto-Jupiter a pretty a nice person. And, again, as I said before, what happened to the patriarch there? Maybe just throw him in as well, uh, into the mix. Maybe a little bit of a divide of what's happening there. One is happy to sort of keep the universe running the way it always is and one wanting to change it. Again, these very simple ideas and notions that we can understand and get behind. I
3: think they definitely had that in the three siblings. Though. Oh,
2: they did, in a way. In
3: a way. They didn't establish it nearly well no. enough.
2: No, they didn't. Because that took
3: some Googling to figure out. After yeah. three watches, it took some Googling mm. to figure out what the three siblings You know, about.
1: halfway through that film, I opened up Wikipedia being like, okay, I need to catch up and find out what I've missed because I've only been half paying attention. Then, like, mm-hmm. I read some of the article and I was like, you know what? No, I don't need to be watching this and reading it at the same time. I don't need to be doubling up on this film. <laughs> like, <laughs> one, like, one half-assed viewing is enough and I have to talk about it in a podcast tomorrow and think about it more. No, no. <laughs> Fuck this
2: film. Right, so... Maybe Proto Jupiter gets wind of assassination. Maybe the husband's going to kill her, or it could just be Eddie Redmayne, the eldest child, whatever the, the father yeah. is. Yeah. What if Redmayne Eddie is. The husband. The husband. Yes. Ooh, so gross. She gets wind of an assassination. Whatever it goes, she's like, fuck, i got to go on the run. Maybe she destroys a large shipment of the youth serum after she was outed as the head of the House of Braxis. Maybe some sort of political downfall of sorts. Yeah. You know, some shit you can kind of have some fun with. Uh, and whatever. Like, you know, she knows. Uh, People are after her. Time is running out. So maybe, just maybe, she Clark Kent's herself. She takes a lot of youth serum reverts to a baby and puts herself oh. on the path of some podunk fucking place in Russia. And maybe she's meant to, like, get her memories back when she hits a certain age or when her certain plans are sort of taken to fruition. Or maybe she wasn't meant to lose her identity, but and something that goes wrong happen. and it does. You know, or someone like, say, Sean Bean, who could be just like a, a proto-Jupiter sympathizer. You know, he hides her and maybe keeps her <gasps> memories a until oh, a certain on. place... Did Uh, we just uh, invent uh, a movie
1: that's already been invented? Did we? I don't know. Did I was gonna say, maybe.
2: No, I they...
3: just thought you had this face. Like, no, I've seen this. I just, movie. I just thought,
1: like, how good how good is this for a mm-hmm. second? Because it completely eliminates, like, you were born into this thing. It's like, okay, so she is the same person. Uh-huh. She takes youth serum because mm. she's been taking it for so long that she's kind of thinking, oh, well, you know, I take it, I retain my memories, you know, I'll go to being a baby, I'll grow up, I'll still have the memories, but no one's gonna find me because I'll be a baby. Uh-huh. Except it goes wrong because you're a baby. You don't mm-hmm. have the same brain capacity. She loses all her fucking memories. And then she grows up, has a totally different life, a totally different set of experiences, is basically a totally different person. Person. And then Sean Bean or Channing Tatum or whoever turns up and is like, hey, so you fucked off. Now shit's fucked. You want to come back and finish what you started? And she's uh-huh. like, no, I don't. And they're like, well, you have a fucking responsibility because you did this. Mm-hmm. You set this in motion. And then she's like, well, I don't because I don't remember that life. It like, doesn't matter. This is still a choice you yeah. made. And imagine her having to come to terms with the fact that she has made this choice basically in another life, but she still made it. Mm-hmm. And she has to grapple with what she has, her, not like some fucking aeons old, mm-hmm. like, other incarnation of her but actually her Uh and she just doesn't remember it how much more compelling is that shit
3: So So I'd watch the crap out of this this movie
2: movie. well you have it so again Sean Bean and she takes the youth serum and maybe she like like some sort of IVF treatment where she kind of takes the youth serum and reverts back to a bit of a fetus and again (laughs) a little little, 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 bit of a fetus situation whatever and maybe have like you know Doctor Who the fob watch of memories yeah and maybe have like Sean Bean have control over the memories things but then something goes wrong and maybe Eddie steals it Eddie steals it and then they gotta put it somewhere and then I've shoehorned an intergalactic heist film heist film oh nice
1: yes but what if oh man that that leads to a really nice ending where like the whole time she could be trying to get the fob watch Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. the whole time she could be like you know it could be all about like get the fob watch get the memories know all this in the end like she could finally get at the end of the film and be like, you know what? No. She exactly. goes because I don't want the weight of like all these millennia of like mistakes and everything. Mm. She goes, "I now know because the whole film it could be like she needs to get her memories back so that she can become the person she needs to be." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it she's like, "Well, no, I actually just became the person I need to be on my own terms." Damn right. And I don't need all these memories of like these millennia of like other people I've been. She goes, "Now I'm a new person and I'm a better person because I'm not some like aging decrepit mm-hmm. wreck who's like, you know, full of old <clears throat> ideas and outdated sort of Yeah. approaches to things. Like, fuck yeah, that's a that's a mm. nice endpoint. So-
3: my answer was B's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just in general for everything.
2: So I think either, you know, you're right, Gabe, in, and, and both, both Zoe and Gabe in that we have several options. We either A, just don't make this film. Mm. Uh, my option would be to either really flesh it out And make it like a series, Mm. either a mini series or an actual genuine like here's season one, here's season two, here's season three, whatever. Uh, Or you pretty much have to either do a lot of editing to have what it is or you gut it as much as you can and build it up from the ground because I think really you sort of have to. Now, I really love that premise of Earth and other planets are farms for basically soilant green baths that make us stay young forever. That's a cool concept. So time is a resource. Cool. Great idea. People are living for millennia. Great. I'm on board. But I want to see... What the fuck are they doing with this life? I have lived for you know, f- like I'm fourteen thousand and four. Great. What are you doing with your life, Callic? So Titus is basically having sweet zero g space orgies, which
3: don't look, look fun. No, don't it's look just,
2: fun at all. It's just someone with a feathered hand rubbing each me. I mean like, yeah. that,
3: like, okay, you're not going to get enough motion for no. penetration at that point. No,
2: you. you but I, I understand the point of like, yeah, look, I'm I'm so I've been around for so long that space orgies are my jam, and that's all I really care about. That's yeah. fine. You've Got Balam, or Eddie Redmayne, whatever you want to call him. Oh my him. god, that's his name. That's, his name is Balam. Oh, oh god. So he's, he's been around for over fourteen thousand years, and his idea of life is to run a business. And then you have Callie, who has been around for fourteen thousand years, and what is she? What is she doing with her life?
3: Oh, she's a sport rich she, girl. Well, she's a sport rich girl. She's just life of l- luxury. I mean, yeah, she's the Paris Hilton, the Kim yeah. K. But they've been alive the space for world. fourteen thousand years. What is their
2: end goal? Like, what are they striving for? What the fuck is their point? I mean, we have as humans less than a hundred years on Earth, and we question our existence. They
1: have so much more and the time. Other thing is, like, what do they do? And why are they so petty? Like, and I hate this. Like, every time somebody does immortality, usually in science fiction or fantasy, like it's so. It's so fucking annoyingly, like like uh, Doctor Who, for example. You know mm-hmm. when they, there's that whole episode where it's like in an episode the Doctor like stays for 2,000 years and protects his town for 2,000 years and by the end of it he's just the exact same person. Yep. His relationship with Clara is exactly yep. the same. He hasn't changed That's in 2,000 fucking years. years. That's longer than his whole lifespan in the series <clears throat> to date. Mm. And he just doesn't chat Like what? Why do... And and it's the same like um oh, what was the other example I thought of like oh yeah well like Rory being the like plastic centurion yeah. for nine hundred years and he's just what the same person like for nine hundred years Look, but you he, would change you know, so much you are so different from when you are twenty yeah. to when you are ninety I mean you know no old per- no you old are, person you are different from when
3: you are twenty when to when you're twenty five exactly. you want change. to stay the same forever you fuckers.
1: <laughs> you won't though and that's you, the beauty
2: you of you growing want to be up. Young and be
3: You're
1: gonna become old and shit. And it's
3: just like your ideals
1: change, your ideologies change. What's so interesting about this idea of like, you know, this abnormally long life, which is never done, Mm. is that okay, nobody who's lived for 14,000 years. I mean, maybe you can make the argument that's like, oh, they've lived for so long that it's become pointless and they're just going back to space or like doing Mm. this, they've done so much. They don't play with it. Like, you know, that Mm. was it, Titus or Titan or whatever his name was, was essentially just like a petulant young kid. Yeah. And like, you know, it's He was
3: meant to be like this massive rebel, hippie. What's destroy destroy the youth: leaving for
1: that living no, no no, no,
2: someone? no. that was a lie to get um, um, Jupiter to marry him so then he would take her fortune. That was a lie, Zoe.
3: And the bit that I read said that it wasn't. So no, that
2: was a lie, Because right, he was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Mr. Wise, I'm going to kill Jupiter." And that yeah. was why he was like, "Oh, it's a lie.
3: OK. Yeah. But look at, okay. like... Hold <laughs> <okay>, the, <laughs> the blood, blood, blood like, cop. I miss that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's a dumb film. <laughs> with this, like, immortality sort of narrative, like, the one thing I really like about Lord of the Rings, and particularly how they depict the elves in Lord of the Rings is the fact that they've lived so long that they are just otherworldly. Like, you just, mm-hmm. you cannot understand them. Well, exactly. They are different. They are almost deprived of emotion because they've lived so fucking long. And, and like, that's that where these sense. people should be. Like, why like, don't, like, why are they just, they're just they've just lived for 14,000 years and they're just petty children. Yeah, like, not and only. Not, you can use that. That can work, being like, mm-hmm. they've lived for so long that they've reverted back. Sure. That's fine. Make a point of that. Do something with that. Like, but, not only have they lived for
2: 14,000-odd years and or more as the other ones probably are because I think Kallik was the middle child, they've also got the literal cosmos at their disposal yeah. where they can travel as well.
3: It is like, the king of Jupiter. Like right? That would be so much fun.
2: Like The elves, sure, they, they live for a very long time, but they've only got Middle Earth to explore. These people are old, and they have space travel. Like, what the fuck are they doing with this? The only one I can really understand, maybe in my own sort of human brain, is Titus. Like, him being very much more of a nihilistic character, being like, there is no point of life. It's just a happy fucking accident that happens. So have fun, be great, enjoy it when you can. You know, again, that little bit apathetic, and maybe when you realize that, it's like, oh, so that's the point of life for you? That's kind of disappointing, but... You're the, you're basically the person who's gets stoned and being like whatever. I'm just going to get high and come, and that is my life because fuck, man, that's enjoyable. And you're sitting there, gentle in hand. You are going really? This is the point of existence because like monkeys do this, and that's kind of a nice thing for Titus aren't to be a t-
3: good time? Hmm? saying. Monkeys aren't having a good time. I'm saying they
2: them. are having a good time, but if that's it, then like what the fuck else is there? So again, Balaam. Uh, you know, ha- have a point. Like, have a reason that he wants to keep on living. Like, what the fuck is his goal? Just to keep running a business and make money? Like, once he you wants work out... to be out... the
3: richest, oldest man in the universe. Then
2: what? He wants to be richer and older. And then what? And this is my point. Like,
3: I feel like you're not understanding the, the answers.
2: <laughs> but it's like there's there's a point where it's like, okay, Balam you're the richest and oldest man of the world. Good job. Pat in the back. Get a dragon man to blow you. Have a time. Whatever. But once you know you work out what the fuck his actual goal is, then this whole story, this whole Jupiter Ascending might have a bit more of a backbone. Um And then you can kind of understand and and go places with it. Like, does he want to rule the universe and maybe protect it from the unknown? You know, make him a fucking great warrior who maybe believes that he can stop whatever terrors that are laying from beyond known space. You know? Like... Whatever that could be, maybe it's just like his insectoid fucking race that is just coming from like the blackness, the void of, of unknown space and they're, inter- you know, they're, they're invading earth or they're, inter- they're invading space and they're fucking a lot of stuff. And he's like, no, I'm going to be this champion on the fucking edge of the world here or the edge of the wall of the universe and I'm going to protect this humanity race, our, our race of sentient beings because I'm the most powerful, smartest, best person and I'm the man for the job. That is a kind of a cool kind of person. This kind of villain who's like I-, I need to stay alive to protect everybody.
3: What if they kind of go in a different direction than that? And what if because the the it's not about what is life, but it's about avoiding death? So what if they know what happens when they die,
1: mm-hmm. and
3: it is so terrible? And, like, they don't have to explain it in the film because I couldn't think of something. Yeah, still, why not? Whatever. And explaining it would probably cheapen it. Too. Yeah, just, exactly. say, just say that, like, we know what happens when we die and it is so terrible that we're going to keep on living. And yeah. that's why they keep farming these people because they are so petrified of death again because they know what it is. That's cool. Motivation? Yeah. Like, yeah
2: See, And that's motivation. fine. I can I can get behind someone and be like, no, I'm not fucking dying. We know what's out there. It's terrifying. Yeah. And then you can, once you work out whatever it is that Balaam has, you then would create in Jupiter or proto-Jupiter mm. the diametric opposite. To be someone like, you're terrified of death because you don't under fucking standard. It's a natural part of life is dying. And whatever you're doing is interrupting that cycle. So we need to embrace death kind of thing. So y- that's what you have. So Balin can like live forever because I need to protect everyone or I need to be like, I don't want to die because it's terrifying. And Jupiter being like, no, we have our time. We help sentient life continue to exist and, and then we die and we leave it on to the next generation. So then we have this sort of two, again, ideologies sort of Mm. clashing. Uh, And then we can have Jupiter on Earth unknown what's going on because, you know, this should really be a fish-out-of-water story. Jupiter is our way into this universe. She's, She's the audience kind of being like, oh, okay, that's happening. So what I kind of did was, like, for the sake of argument, let's just say she Clark Kented herself. Uh, And she sent herself to Earth as a baby or the IVF kind of thing uh, uh, to ensure when some sort of plans come to fruition, she'll be able to make herself remember or at least have that sort of like, again, the the Mm. fob watch to be like, oh, yep, cool. I have memories back. And then you have, uh, you know, uh, Channing Tatum, Kane Wise, Mr. Wise, uh, one of her top lieutenants. Um, that was sort of watching over her as she grew up protecting her somehow.
3: always been in love with her
2: always uh, been in love with her maybe probably not because uh, I kind of hated them just shoehorning a love story but I guess sometimes we got to shoehorn no, a love story I was story so and...
3: into them making out okay. Okay. Oh, so into that so much chemistry <laughs> there was no chemistry but the two very sexy people that I was very happy to watch it's like watching porn like it, no, does it. There doesn't no, have to be chemistry
2: whatever. it's just two good looking people doing things so alright so whatever it is plan comes to fruition uh, maybe Sean Bean's character was either blackmailed or betrayed I like that he was you know gave up because he wants to protect his daughter so it's understandable mm. where he can come from and you know here comes in the hunters and then mr Weiss has to go into action bring jupiter into this world without her knowing you know maybe before things like maybe before her plans are radiant being like okay hi jupiter you're actually the queen of the world and and the cosmos and uh you have these plans in action but things have gone awry and we need you to act now because well pff, shit a luck and then she's got to be like okay i'll do that and so then we can kind of, um, you know, go to see, see Sean Bean, Sean Bean and, and then they're all like, Shin ah, Bean. Shin Shin Bean. Bean, Sean Pad, as I like to call him. <laughs> and then he can be like, ah, Pad-tai. Sean Pad Thai. And then they can kind of see him and realise that, all oh, the memories are gone and, oh, that's what's happened. And now we can go on a sweet heist because I fucking love me a heist film um, to get her sort of memory and personality back. And maybe the heist is in that bureaucracy place, that or the bureaucracy planet or space station. Oh, the wherever DMV it was. planet. Yeah, the DMV planet. And maybe that's where the fucking memory is. So they kind of got to do a little bit of heist in what is considered like the most red tapey place in all of existence. So they've got to go through all this bullshit to sort of get these memories back. Um, and then you can kind of have this as a bit of a crisis of identity for Jupiter. Like, Jupiter could be like, I'm me, but I'm also this proto Jupiter over there. And she can either get her memories back. Or in the process of getting them back, they could be destroyed. Uh, whatever the story that you want to tell is, you can go either way. And I, I like them failing and having the memories destroyed um, because then it can kind of be like, well, whatever, you're your own person. But then I kind of also like the idea, maybe have some sweet Matrix-like Kung Fu with Balaam being the stupidly powerful warrior. So maybe Jupiter has some muscle memory sweet Kung Fu action
3: like the Matrix. That would be just really funny if she just started like yeah. full on just – busting out these sweet moves and her just like looking at her own arm being yeah, like, like oh,
1: what am I
2: doing actually, and,
3: I
1: personally really like her choosing not to get memories back don't get memories that'd be yeah. great
2: And but then again maybe I like the idea of maybe having some muscle memory in there Yeah, yeah. so we could have some sweet oh, Kung yeah, Fu yeah, fights no, could, I want sweet Kung, Kung Fu fights in my space battles <laughs> um, and so you know again you could, she couldn't salvage everything but hey we, could, we got like this sweet Kung Fu ability um, and so you can kind of really expand with the with the whole Balaam's rule it's like yeah it's oppressive and Jupiter is part of this resilience. And after the heist fucks up, you know, maybe they decide that, all right, that fucked up, but we, we, we've got plans in motion. We need to take down, you know, Balaam and Balaam's like, well, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to harvest earth. So fuck you all. So then we have this sort of um, ticking time bomb. These two factions at each other's throats, Balam being, well, yeah, look, I harvest Earth, I can stay around longer, which means I can protect the rest of the galaxy from other bullshit that's attacking. Or again, I don't like to die, whatever it can be. Maybe you can throw in some raids of whatever he's talking about early on in Act 1. Uh, maybe he's like, you know, where it's at the start of the film. You know, he's at the front line um, attacking these, like, whatever these things are, these creatures that are coming in and invading the cosmos, or invading the universe that we know. And you can have his, you know, that weasel face second in command being like, uh, the keepers have found her. You were right to narrow it down to one of the larger colonies. And uh, we found her on the one called um, Earth. You know, because, again, it builds this universe mm. and it shows that this isn't just some sort of luck Finding, you know, finding her, it's actually saying that Balaam has been looking for her in several different places. So, yeah, heroes are sort of reeling from losing that whole idea of like, well, we lost our monarch, really, like, she's still here, but she has no memories of her plan, and we weren't really filled in 100%. So... What do we do And now Earth is being harvested? And and this can be a long process because you never know how long the harvesting takes. Like, you know, it could take, you know, weeks, months, if not years, and it kind of gives them time to build up the resistance. Maybe see Earth military, you know, how that deals against, you know, what is clearly a more advanced society. And it would be kind of nice to see like,
3: oh, yeah, no, we're fucked. (laughs) <laughs>
2: we got nothing on
3: this. We all just have to accept it and be like, yeah. we'll die soon.
2: Yeah, yeah. we will we'll die. Because I hated that whole, like, yeah, memories were wiped of the whole people, whatever. Because, like, again, they wipe... There was two people in a room. They wiped their memories, but the dumb fucking aliens weren't, like, clever enough to wipe an iPhone photo? Hmm. Mm. Mm. And then they destroy, like, half of Chicago. And you, you're telling me that the same people responsible for not wiping an iPhone? It's going be, gonna to be, like, fine to clear up some... I- <laughs> fuck off. Um... So then it's sort of this all out war between two factions and it all accumulates with, you know, Jupiter v. Balaam at the end. And, you know, before that we can, you know, have a go to Titus or Calic or just combine the two into one that sort of have that Dionysus character, you know, Dionysus from the old Greek yeah, who's like, yeah. I just want to get fucked. And that person wants no part in this intergalactic war. They just want to drink fucking party. So that person won't help either side and stays out of it, you know, very apathetic. And, again, this person can come back, maybe have a bit of a turnaround around the third act. Again, that sort of hand Solo mm. coming in with Millennium Falcon again being like, all right, kid, I'm helping you out. I it's got fine. You. I got this. I got your back. You know, whatever fits the script a bit more, whatever you want to sort of play around with that person's arc. So you end up with this sort of battle of Balaam v. Jupiter and he can be like, oh, so like, you know, either that whole idea of my, my idea, which is, you know, you're going to protect the verse, you know, you are, you're just a weak piece of shit. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a warrior. I'm like the, like the most powerful person in the, in the universe, whatever this can be. And they can have a sweet fight or it can be like, I don't want to die. Um. Either way, Balaam loses, because of course he does. Um, but he doesn't die, because I'm, I'm just kind of just sick of when the main villain in every fucking film we have now just dies. Like, he just loses. Let's capture the villains. Hey, you know, maybe let's start let's that trend. Let's have a them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, let's start this trend in our sci-fi uh, and, uh, and our comic book films, all that kind of stuff, where instead of killing the big bad, we, we show a little bit compassion, and we're like, Nah. We're better than Arrest, you. exactly. We're better than you. The point of comic book characters, the point of that is like, we're the good guys because we don't kill. So, again, arrest instead. And Jupiter can be, you know, it's a combined effort of the people to stop whatever is out there. Or it's, you know, it's now up to us to sort of continue humanity as we know it, which includes all these fucking races, all these planets, to sort of further our, our understanding of what is out there. You know, so Earth is stopping harvest, good guys win, Jupiter goes from being a cleaner to ruler of the verse, and Earth is aware of their part of the universe. You know, it's a nice little good guys win, it's a self-contained story, but if you wanted to continue playing within this sandbox, you can sort of, you know, go off so many paths. Like, how does Earth deal with being part of a larger universe where we are clearly not at the top? You know, how you know, how does our society deal with
1: being like, oh, we were once a farm,
2: shit, you know the whatever is on the edge of the
1: unknown universe, See, that comes would to be a kind of good grounds like, for TV series I've right. got to yeah. really, really delve you into know? that stuff.
2: or even like Balaam's army, you know are putting up a resistance of Jupiter ruling, and yeah. so you've got to kind of deal with that. you know, someone who is because she's lost those memories, because they've been destroyed. she's very very inexperienced, but she's still technically the queen of the universe. and now she has to deal with the politics of all that. I going with
1: Neris with
2: her. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's a simpler story, you know, one that I don't hate. And it opens up for a lot of playing around. I don't love around. it,
3: but I don't hate it.
2: Exactly, and it's, and that it still sort of keeps in in sort of the same sort of themes or the same at least you know what the idea of Jupiter ascending is of this sort of person. And again, she starts off as a cleaner and she doesn't end up as a cleaner. You know, there's no real but a happy fucking, cleaner. Oh, that's still not great. <laughs> because fuck, man, she controlled bees. Don't show me someone that can control bees and don't use that in, like, a big, bad
1: way. Or at least make the bees do the cleaning for you at the end.
3: Right? She's like, like, like you got this whole on. Cinderella thing going on at the end yeah. of it, and the bees do everything for her. Like, it's you have right. bird people. You have wolf people.
2: Come on. You had Mr. Wise being like, I tore someone's throat out for being a royal, and you don't know who that is. <laughs> Why was it? I was like, oh, he killed proto-Jupiter.
3: Nope. No, he what didn't. If he killed the proto-Jupiter's husband?
2: Yeah, right? Maybe. Maybe, but it's never fucking said.
3: Another sibling. And
2: also maybe let's get rid of the roller air skates. <laughs> no, I'm so into them! <laughs> Fair enough. But that's sort of like what I would have done with this sort of script to make it a little bit more somewhat different, but at the
1: same time you could play around with a lot. Oh, I mean, the grounds are there. It's just like, again, like you were saying from the start, like just put a good editor in the room with that yeah. script and someone would have a look at it. Instead of just being like, oh no, they're the Wachowskis. They're, they're, they're bound yeah. to have another Matrix one of these days, Sh- surely, sure, right. surely, right, like, right, right.
2: You have
3: nice. an anthropomorphized elephant flying a ship. How do you fuck that up? There are some really cool, cool concepts, and there's like, kind I of on the, the like bureaucracy
2: scene, like what? that whole bureaucracy. Yeah, planet. I love
3: that. That, that was, was great, interesting. It was, and just seeing that that kind of um, robot alien just slowly yeah. start just twitching, twitching, and going insane. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. and and I loved that because. Like it is so true. Like he comes out and he's like, I'm here to help. Like, and he's so ta da. And he's like, everything like eyes wide, bright and bushy tail. And it's yeah. like, I'm going to get this sword. And by the end of it, it just looks defeated. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. It was like, Good. it seems. Yeah. But I just wanted one of the things that I really wanted in the film is that, that they state it that Channing Tatum is like 90% dog mm-hmm. than people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Visually, there needed to be a better representation of that.
1: But then he wouldn't be sexy enough for her to have sex with, and not for it to be gross.
3: I don't. Then cut the fucking loveseat out. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah that like would if be he the was main
1: solution. Yeah. If he
3: was
2: ninety percent dog, he should have a muzzle, and at least be covered in hair. I would have. Just and a loved, tail.
3: Yeah, I just would have loved like a little bit hairy. Like it, Like you want to keep him humanoid? That's fine little bit hairier and like kind of a bulldog's bottom jaw. And you could see that they were trying to go for that. Like they were trying, like they put prosthetics on Channing Tatum, but they didn't go far enough. Like I would have just loved him to have this really pronounced bottom jaw that sticks out and just.
2: If anything, he is 10% dog because it's kind of like you look at Channing Tatum and you're like. He has
3: elf ears. He's got elf ears
2: and some teeth, like little canine teeth. Yeah. Because like if someone's 90% dog, chances are no one wants to fuck him. Mm. Yeah. Like right. Wouldn't yeah. look like Channing Tatum. But it wouldn't look like Channing Tatum. It just
3: yeah. And then why did they have wings? Did does does the dog people have wings or does no, the wings? It was guard? the Legion.
2: The Legion. Yeah. The Legion, whoever whatever the Legion were, they had They had wings. No, hang on. They because... did have wings, but also the boots they had were part of the Legion outfit. So what, they had the wings and boots. So they had wings that could fly, but also Gravity boot Now I've found something else I'm mad at. <laughs> oh, my
1: God, this fucking film.
2: Because why have wings and, and also Gravity Boots? Because clearly one does the exact same thing as the other, but one is invariably more cooler, and we the all boots. know which one that is. The Boots. So
3: why would you... Why are they big angel wings as well? Like, they're You're- big... You're not a you eagle man you're
2: a dog yeah, man like dogs this- can't have, I'm pretty sure dogs are afraid of flying yeah. and if not I would I would <laughs> pick up your dog hold him above or her above your head and see what he does if he starts freaking out dogs inherently afraid of heights <laughs> That's something I'm going to put forward right now. It's <laughs> like the bare Facts. minimum
1: of research you could have done to hold a dog above your
0: head, for
2: fuck's sake. Does this dog want this? <laughs> I can see the fear in his eyes. Was well, anyone picturing a corgi? I was picturing a corgi. <laughs>
1: yeah, I a pug. Oh, all
2: right. So just have that and be like, look at the dog and be like, nah, dog don't like heights. No, no wings. No wings, no dog. No wings.
3: I just, there could have been... If, if they decided to go camp with this, that could have been such a good gag, like such a long con payoff that the whole film, fucking Sean Bean and Channing Tatum are talking about getting their wings back. Uh-huh. We're going to earn our bloody wings back.
2: Damn right.
3: And they do that last scene with Jupiter. And he goes and he takes off his shirt and they're just like these piss poor little budgie wings <laughs> or something like that. Like,
2: like, little, like,
3: <laughs> like little hummingbird wings like little or something. Humming-
2: Or like little chicken little yeah, nubs. Yeah, and he's like, like really gross.
3: struggling with it. He's like, so happy to get my wings back. And Jupiter's just <laughs> looking at him being like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's such a good long con joke yeah. Yeah. that the movie could have really like, worked with. You could have just scrapped
2: a lot of everything and rather, because I was might make it a bit more serious sci-fi. But if you were to make it a comedy, you really could have made it such a good comedy mm. because, again, the, the aliens. Nails. <laughs> yeah, Eddie nailed it. But like the, the 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 concepts and the beliefs of like outer space, mm. like the aliens, are so inherently different to humanity that it would be really fun to be like, sorry, you believe in what you. Just, no, that's that's dumb. We do this, like, and it could have been a lot of fun to really play with that. Instead, they've sort of tried to make this dr- dramatic sci-fi that was apparently a comedy, which, to be quite frankly, just blew my mind when you said that. I'm
3: like, <laughs> it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny at it's all. It's just so awkward. Where it's just it's just this very awkward scene that has so many different storylines that they're trying to run, that it doesn't become a cohesive film. Yeah. And I watched this, the second time I watched this, I watched this with my mum and dad <laughs> because I thought if I have to suffer, oh, God, they have to suffer.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, so uh-huh. I
3: made them watch it. The entire time my mum, who likes to talk during films, was just like, who's that? When were they introduced? Mm-hmm. What are they related to? Mm-hmm. And normally, that pisses me the hell off when she does that during films. But at this point, I had to agree with her. yeah, like when the when the um the bounty hunters come in with like the the girl with the blue hair yeah. and the black guy who was painted purple, maybe because he didn't yeah. look human ish
2: because he was he was, I think a bird person. and and wasn't they like teaming up with like another bounty hunter, yeah. and also the keepers, but then they just turn on a dime.
3: Yeah, it to just give him makes to Calic. no sense. Like uh, that's so uh, not necessary. Those yeah, characters at all are so not necessary. But it, it like does have this little bit of illustration that that the Abraxas family like are so very regal, and then we actually have this other world that's very kind of dystopian and kind of punk. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Like, yeah. it would actually
1: just make the world feel a bit more fleshed out, too. Yeah, like, to like so
3: it's not just, like, these massive streams. regal family that's all so very proven. Proper mother. Proper. Uh, mother. We life. But then you have, like, these, like, full-on Daft Punk kind of yeah. Tron freaks in yeah. the background.
2: That, also, one request. Yeah. Maybe get rid of a lot of the incest.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Nah. yeah. Because it wasn't just
2: with Titus wanting to bang his younger mother, maybe there was also a little bit definitely going on Eddie. with with like Titus and Kalik as well.
3: Yeah, and definitely Eddie, like yeah. when he's talking about how he killed his mother, you're like, the, yeah. you probably Incest fucked that. Is very
1: in vogue at the moment,
3: and they were a royal family, just, you know. Mm. So look, if the Lannisters taught us anything, mm-hmm. yep,
2: throw children off towers.
3: Yeah, that's exactly what I learned from the Lannisters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that
2: note. I've been Joel. I've been Gabe. And I've been Zoe. And I hope you've enjoyed our discussion of Jupiter's Ascending. And if you have any way that you can make that film watchable, please let us know, and maybe let the Wakowski's know, because I think they need it. Although Sensei is really good,
3: and hmm. everything else, Speed Racer is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone forgets I made Speed Racer. Fuck, I hate it. I haven't
1: seen Speed Racer?
2: Me neither. Is it bad? Because. So yeah, email us in sanspantsradio at gmail.com or on Twitter, oh, Radio. I have the Day off
1: tomorrow.
4: <laughs> <Yes. Sorry. Yeah. laughs> I thought we were finished.
1: <laughs> Sorry, man.
0: If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com.